Well, welcome to church, everybody. So good to see everyone here. And a big hello to those who are joining online and or listening on podcast. It's great to have you with us. Church, can we say a big hello to those who are, who are joining us? Great to have you. Come on, if we're going to clap, let's clap. Thank you. Great to have you joining us and, uh, as part of our church family. And uh, I, I, can I just take a, a moment and just, I want to thank again our team uh, for all the work that they do. I know last week we were in Kaikoura and, and just to, to watching the, the, the Instagrams and all that and just seeing the packed out altar and all of that. It was just great to see it. And I, I just want to say we've got a fantastic dream team who makes it happen from you guys doing sound and the guys up there in the video and the coffee people and the Connect Kids and all the volunteers that make it happen. Can we put our hands together for them also? It's a great job. Great job. Thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, Anita and I are just so grateful for the incredible people that you are in this church. We're believing for God's highest good for you. I was thinking about this this week just with all the stuff that we've got going on. You're not uh, uh, just on our hearts. You're in our hearts. I want to say that. You're in our hearts. You're not just people, oh, this is just what we do. No, you are in our hearts. We think about you. We, we pray for you. We believe uh, uh, for you. And I, I just want to say thank you to, to so, uh, for, for your support and your blessings and praying for us. We appreciate it and we need it. Come on, somebody say amen uh, to that. So just thank you uh, so much. I know many of you are joining us for conference this week, and I know it's going to be a phenomenal, thank you. Uh, it's going to be a phenomenal, phenomenal time together. Just believe for God to do something powerful. Are you ready for the word? Thank you. Ready for the word. Hallelujah. So my prayer is today, this word will help you. I I, I want it to help you. That's why I preach. I don't preach just to do nice things. Uh, Just, oh, that was nice. No, no, I I, want to preach so I can help you, so I can shift things, so I can help you wherever it is uh, that you are are at, because I I want you to understand that I I don't want my message just to help you on Sunday. I want it to build your life on Monday. Come on. I don't want you to just get filled up on Sunday. I want you to get fired up on Monday. Come on, somebody. So, so, so I, I pray this helps you with your business person today. I think, it, I think this message uh, can help you. Because uh, again, where do we live? We, we only, we're only here for a couple of hours a week. Where do we live? We live in the marketplace. We live, we live out there. We're working. We're, this, is not, this is not where, this is just the equipping place to get out there in the marketplace. Come on, I need to hear a better amen than that. This is where we're equipped to work out in the marketplace to make a difference wherever it is that God has placed you or wherever it is that God has put you. And so I want to do a two-part message today, just called Courage. Just called Courage. Everybody say Courage. We all need Courage. Like I said, whether you're a whether you're a business person, whether you're a leader, whether you're an influencer, a decision maker, whether you're an entrepreneur, Whatever it is, you need courage. You need courage to be able to make that decision or, or shift that thing or decide on this or decide on that. You need courage. You need courage if you've got a fear or a phobia. And maybe it's just like when I see this or this happens to me, I freak out. I, I, just, I don't know what happens to me. I, 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 I freak out when this happens or when I'm in this kind of situation. It, it, it gets to me. I, I have a phobia about this. I have a fear about that. If, if, you, if, if that describes you today, you need courage. Maybe you've been to the doctor recently and he says he's pulled you, pulled you in. You've heard a diagnosis that you didn't like. He, he pulled you and said, I, I need you to sit down a moment. I've got something to tell you. 
As you sit down, you, you need courage. Maybe you need courage to talk to somebody that you need to talk to and you're dreading it, but you, you, you need courage today. I want to tell you, there'll be people all throughout this auditorium in every service that need courage today. So I want to speak about that. The dictionary definition of courage is this, the ability to do something that frightens one. The ability to do something that frightens one. Have you ever been frightened? I have. To be honest with you, I can tell you I'm frightened this week. <laughs> I'm probably preaching this to myself. I'm frightened this week. With conference, we're running on a scale that we have never done before. Step down in faith. You know, some people say, oh, you should step out in faith. So I did it. <laughs> Come on along with me, you all. We've stepped down. I mean, this is bigger on a scale that we've never done before. I mean, listen, I'm just being honest. The finance I need to see to come in is, is in the miracle stage. That's right. Come on. So I'm preaching to myself. Yeah. And see, here's the thing I've realized. I've seen God do tremendous miracles over the years, and I've, I, I've shared them. But here's what I've learned. I've learned that, that the next miracle I need, just because I've had amazing miracles all through my life, I've found the next miracle is no easier. Come on, somebody. <laughs> it always feels like you step up. It always feels like, oh, man, it's next level. It's like I thought, hey, you know, it's just like the, the Israelites, you know, they crossed, they got through the Red Sea. And when they got through the Red Sea and, and, and onto the other side, they're like, oh, man, now we've got more problems. They, could, they didn't go, wow, look at that miracle. We can believe it. No, no. Always the next miracle looks like the next step, the next level. And how many know where there's new levels, there's new devils? Always. And for that, I need courage. I need courage. And it's weird, you know. It's weird because I feel like in my body, if, I, if I'm really, uh, do you want me to be honest? I'm just, I'm passing out of my love. I'm just trying to, I mean, because I, I, know, I know I should have a big S on here for silly sometimes. But no, that's just, uh, I, I mean, again, sometimes you might think, but, but this is what I actually feel. This is what, this, this is my life. Just so you can know I'm normal and that will hopefully help us all know we're all normal. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I, it's weird because I, I, I you know I have moments where there's like great faith surging through my body, and then then in, uh, two seconds later there's great fear surging through my. Can anybody identify with this? Come on. <laughs> and of course, fear is a normal part of life. It's just a, it is a normal part of life. I should be a warrior, but I'm really a worrier. Come on, someone. <laughs> I want to be a warrior, but sometimes I get worried. Anybody else get worried? Some of you worried for me, right? No, 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 don't mind that. The honest thing is I think we all worry sometimes. We all have fears. We, we all worry sometimes. And, of course, Jesus said, don't worry. I love that scripture, Matthew 6, verse 25. It's a bit of scripture, but we'll go through it in the message. I love it. It says, here's the bottom line. Do not worry about your life. Yes, Jesus, easier said than done. Thank you. Don't worry about what you will eat, what you will wear. Oh, sorry, what you will drink. Don't worry about how, your clo how you clothe your body. I don't have to worry about that now because Mason took me shopping on Friday. He's my stylist. 
It's the only time I shop a year, just before conference. <laughs> Living is about more than merely eating, and the body is about more than dressing up. Look at the birds of the sky. They do not share, store food for winter. They don't plant gardens. They do not sow or reap, and yet they are always fed because your heavenly Father feeds them. And you, everybody say you, are even more precious to him than a beautiful bird. If he looks after them, of course, he will look after you. Worrying does not do any good. How many know that? How many still do it? Mm -mm. Worry does not do any good. Who can claim to add even an hour to his life by worrying? Verse 31, and goes on to say this. So do not consume yourselves with questions. Man, preaching to the choir. What will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? People make themselves frantic over such questions. Hallelujah. I could stop right there. They don't realize that your heavenly Father knows exactly what you need. Seek first the kingdom of God. When I seek you. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and then all these things will be given to you too. So do not worry about tomorrow. Let tomorrow worry about itself. Living faithfully is a large enough task for today. Somebody say amen to that. He said, just take care of today. One of my favorite sayings is, today is the tomorrow you worried about yesterday. Come on, someone. Today is the tomorrow you worried about Yesterday. See, worry pulls shadows over today's sunshine. It does. Someone said this, worry is the interest we pay on tomorrow's troubles. In other words, worry taxes us. Yeah. Philippians 4, 6, the Apostle Paul said, be anxious for nothing. He said, be anxious. Apostle Paul, he said, be anxious for nothing. And I can say, look, I, I've been successful at that. Because I'm never anxious for nothing. I'm always anxious for something. Someone, come on, somebody. It's like that something is not going to work. And what's going on there? I don't know if that's going to... I'm not anxious for nothing. I'm anxious for something. Something is going to go wrong. Come on, who's with it? Come on, if you're honest, who's like this? Come on. And you want to admit it. Some of you are worried to admit it. Don't worry. John Lubach said this, a day of worry is more exhausting than a week of work. Why? Because worry has an active imagination. Jesus says don't worry, of course, because he knows we will worry. And the truth is we all at times will be anxious. We all at times will be fearful. We all at times will get stressed out about stuff. We, 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 we will get afraid of stuff. But can I say this? Courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is not the absence of worry. Courage is not that oh, I'll never feel anxious. No, courage is not the absence of fear. If you get nothing else, grab that. See, without fear, without worry, there would be no need for courage. 
If you're here today and you say, well, I sh- struggle with fear, I struggle with worry, I struggle, well, welcome. Welcome to humanity. The fact that we struggle with it, that's why we need courage. As a leader, I've found fear is a constant companion. That's why courage is a constant necessity. Because I can feel full of faith and full of fear both at the same, the same time. See, courage is not the ability to get rid of our fears. I don't know. I've been around. I'm, 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 I'm 50-something. And I still get fearful about stuff. I mean, I, I, I mean, you might say, how do they do it? I, say, I don't know how I do it. By the grace of God. But see, courage is, courage is not the ability to get rid of our fears. It's the willingness to carry our fears with us into the unknown. You know, in India... At the beginning of this year, Anita asked me to teach her sister how to drive. <laughs> oh, yeah. I said, yes, silly me. I said, yeah, I'll, I'll teach her older sister how to drive. And, and the reality was she was petrified. She was, she was scared. And I want to say it's one thing to teach people to drive in New Zealand. It's a whole other thing <laughs> to teach people how to drive in India, I mean, forget zebra crossings. We can have elephants crossing. We can have, we can have cows crossing. I mean, anything can be, be crossing the, the road. And she, 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 she was petrified. She I had to back the car out. Of, and, 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 and here's the thing. She wasn't the only one petrified. I was petrified. Come on, someone. She's speaking in tongues. I'm speaking in tongues. You know, come on. I mean, it was, it was scary. But, but, but here's the thing, if you wait till your fears are gone before you'll do something, I mean, she's in, in, in her 50s now and it's taken, and can I just say, this might be a word for some people here uh, today, it's time for you to learn to drive. Come on, someone. Come on, come on. You know who you are. <laughs> Stop putting it aside, because I want to tell you, if you wait till all the fears are gone, you'll be waiting a long, long time. See, courage is not the absence of fear as I discovered teaching her how to drive. And so we were driving, and, and again, like I say, the traffic's crazy in India. One way means whichever way you're going. It just uh, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's just like, no problem. And so I'm teaching her how to drive. She's starting to forget the, the, the narrow, the, the, the roads are narrow. And I'm, I, I, listen, I, I, I'm just going to, I'm just going to say, I, I had to grab the steering wheel more than more than once. I, you know, I was singing that Carrie Underwood song, Jesus, take the wheel. I mean, it was just like, we needed Jesus to take the wheel, I'm telling you. I mean, I, she was petrified. I was petrified. After one big trip getting around, and I was just like breathing. And I had to look calm. See, the problem is for some of us, we look calm, but we've got stuff going on the outside. Good preaching, Pastor. Look calm, past the ammunition, but I'm really freaking out. On the inside. And, 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 and man, she was petrified. I was petrified. I remember, okay, it's time to go back home. Thank you, Jesus. And as we were turning, I said, okay, just turn, turn into the, turn into, to, to the road that your house is. And so you got to understand, we're moving along, and the other road just, it's like an angle road like this. And it's easy to turn into as long as you don't hit the accelerator. 
And, and, and she turned in, and instead of hitting the brake, she hit the accelerator. And the car started moving at a ra- vast, rapid rate of speed. And not, I mean, like I said, she was petrified. I was petrified. And now the two policemen standing in front of the coconut tree, they were petrified. So, I mean, she, she's coming in. She's turning. They're just standing. I watch. I just look at their face. It's still, I can still see their face right, right now. I grabbed the wheel. I spun it that way. We shot off that way. And I was just like, because they can't chase you over there. It's just like. She's 50. She's feared it all her life. But she, she didn't wait till her fears were gone. She's got, and some of you are waiting way too long. Fear is not the absence of fear. It's, it's, it's feeling that fear and doing it anyway. Everybody say courage. You know, we have a, we have a saying that we've, we've, we've got to pluck, pluck up some courage. It's like it's hard to, it's like we've got to really pluck up some, it's like it's stuck in the ground. We've got to pluck up some, some courage. And she did, and now, of course, she's driving all over the place. See, courage is not the absence of fear, it's feeling the fear and doing it anyway. We all have things that scare us. I'm so proud of Pastor Anita this week, she... We were down in Kaikoura and, um, last week, and, and you might not know this about uh, Pastor Anita, but she has a, uh, if you like, a fear or phobia or whatever of water. She lives next to one of the nicest beaches in the world. I don't know why, but that's how it is. And, and we were staying with the, the pastor's family down there, and they happen to own a kayaking business and they're like they came to us on the Sunday night and said do you do you want to go kayaking I mean they've got these paddle you don't have to paddle they've got pedals you just put, and they really uh, 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 move and they're like do you want to go and I just know Anita's heart will be going <laughs> and they're like it won't capsize or anything and, uh, and, and it's completely safe and Anita's now I know if Ida asked her that so I was just keeping quiet because I know if I asked I'm going to slap what you talking about Willis did you ever ask me to do that? I can't ask. It's like teaching your wife how to drive. Come on, somebody. You can't do it. So I, I just let them talk, and eventually I knew she'd, she'd probably say yes. I mean, it's a free adventure experience in Kaikoura. And, of course, we get there to the next thing she's doing. I know she's freaking out. I know she's going, about the whole night. I was like, get back into bed. I know she, 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 she's, like, she's, like, freaking out. And, 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 and here's the thing. We get to the thing. And, of course, they've told us, look, it's real safe. And he says, first thing, let's start off with the safety briefing. <laughs> if you capsize and fall out of your uh, boat, dial 111, take my radio. If I get, you know, and then he starts talking about if he loses consciousness or whatever, this is what I can see. 